Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today we're going to be talking about adverse childhood experiences. Welcome, everyone, back to the podcast again. I appreciate you being here. I wanted to do a listener shout out. I have a review from Oh My Kel, and this is what the listener said I completely enjoyed this podcast. Lisa Lewis provides real-life examples and exercises to help in this time called midlife. Being in midlife herself, you can feel her warmth and her positive approach. Thank you, Oh My Kel, for leaving that review. It's I really greatly appreciate it, and I appreciate the others that have left reviews. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would really greatly appreciate you going and leaving a review on the Apple iTunes account that helps this podcast to be able to get out there and to be able to get um, more people that that know about it. So let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. It's called Adverse Childhood Experiences. And this is a topic that some of you may not be familiar with. Um, You may, and the abbreviation for it is called ACEs. So you may not be familiar with this and I shared last week on podcast 10, the story of my healing and the ACEs study that I'm about to explain played a significant part in my understanding of what I had experienced as a child. This ACEs study was something that my husband actually came across some years ago before I even knew about the study. And it really helped him also in being able to understand me. I will explain what adverse childhood experience or ACEs is, why these experiences have such a profound effect on adulthood, and lastly, how it might relate to ourselves or maybe people that we know. And I'll also talk about the hope for healing. On the website advokids.org, It explains that ACES was a study, it was the first and largest of its kind, that recognized the connection between trauma of childhood and ill health in adulthood. So there were these children that had trauma they experienced in childhood, and then later on in life they were having these different health issues, and they were able to make a connection as to why. So that's what this study is going to talk about. They the the connection was that the greater the number of adverse experiences a child has the greater the likelihood of that child experiencing dysfunction and disability in adult life so some of the specific problems that these children experience later in life as a result of their adverse child experiences were having physical and mental health issues in adulthood They had problems with substance abuse, risky sexual behaviors, suicide attempts, aggression, cognitive challenges, poor work performance. And then they also might experience things like disease, disability, social and emotional problems, and early death. This was pretty astounding to me to learn about the various effects that can happen in the adult years when a child has experienced adverse conditions in their childhood. So what are these adverse childhood experiences? 
there is a quiz that someone could take to be able to see how they rank and see the effects that maybe their childhood had had on them. And there's 10 of them. And if a person takes a quiz, they get one point for answering yes to each question. So here's the 10 questions. First one, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down, or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt? Two, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you, or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? Three, did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touch their body in a sexual way or attempt or, actu or attempt or actually have oral, anal, or vaginal intercourse with you? Four, did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special? or your family didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other, or support each other. Five, did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, and had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it? Six, was a biological parent ever lost to you through divorce, abandonment, or other reasons? Seven, was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her, or kicked, bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something hard, or ever repeatedly hit over at least a few, time, few minutes, or threatened with a gun or knife? Eight, did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic who, or who used street drugs? Nine, was a household member depressed or mentally ill or did a household member attempt suicide? 10, did a household member go to prison? So again, if you, it's one point for each of those questions. And what they, what they found is that children who experience four or more of these adverse experiences had a much greater chance of having negative health outcomes compared with children without such experiences. So when I first learned about this study, I was able to make connections as to why these children might be impacted in adulthood with you know, mental or emotional issues but I didn't understand why the adverse effects would be related to their physical health or contribute to chronic disease until I studied it further. And then when I learned why, it made so much sense. When a child is growing up in a home where they are being abused or neglected, or they are seeing the effects of a parent abusing substances or watching their mother get abused, there's a significant impact on them. Not only are they experiencing the abuse on their bodies outwardly, but there is internal destruction going on as well due, due to the overproduction of adrenaline. We all possess hormones that are designed to protect us called adrenaline. 
You may have heard of these. These are the fight or flight hormones. And adrenaline can help us when we are being chased by a vicious dog and we need to get, get away really fast. Or if we have someone attacking us and we need to fight them off. These hormones work really well in situations where we need them just briefly. Yet if these hormones are turned on too long, it can become toxic to the body. So this is what happens when a child is in an environment where they're being neglected, abused, or there's other adverse experiences that are happening in their lives. Adrenaline is being excreted into their bodies on a regular basis, and it has the long-term impacts that I noted earlier on their mental, emotional, and physical health. They are constantly on alert to either fight or to flee. So if a child is raised where they're, where they're exposed to adverse childhood experiences, or they experience those, does it mean that they're doomed to a life of excessive challenge? Not necessarily. ACEs just gives guidance into what the child's life has been like, and it can assist mental health and medical workers as they assist these individuals with different things that they might be struggling with. It can also be beneficial to those who are closely associated with those individuals. So I had mentioned earlier that it was years ago that my husband was the one that actually came across and learned about the ACEs study. He told me about it and I proceeded to take the quiz with the 10 questions. I rated fairly high on the quiz and it gave my husband as well as myself some insight into what I was experiencing as an adult. My husband later told me that learning about the ACEs gave him awareness that some of my previous behaviors were rooted in the experiences of my childhood and that I wasn't necessarily trying to be difficult. He said that it gave him compassion for me. So the last thing that I wanna point out related to adverse childhood experiences or ACEs is that it does not take into account the number of positive experiences children can have that help to counteract and protect the child from the trauma and also the building of resilience that can occur. These children might have a grandparent, teacher, or friend that loves them and helps build them up. Even though I had scored higher on the ACEs quiz, I also had a very loving grandmother and aunts and uncles that always showed much love and compassion for me in my life and my growing up during those years. They also took an interest in my life and I know that was a great strength for me in my childhood years. If you find that this topic connects with you or maybe you know individuals that have been affected by adverse childhood experiences, just know that there's hope in the healing, or there's hope in healing. There's also ways to heal from the trauma and hope for a better life, which I personally know to be true. There are professionals that are trained to help individuals work through different types of trauma. Um, if you wanna connect with me related to this topic or any of the other topics that I discuss on this podcast, you can find me on Instagram at Mamas in Midlife. We will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast.